I'm trying I'm trying to learn how to be okay with being okay. Yeah. If yeah, that yeah. makes sense. You know, like um my brain is telling me like, Mel, you doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff is going well for you. You got a job, your family's healthy, you ain't nobody, you know, hurting or starving, you got a roof over your head, you got, you know, transportation, everything like that, you know, like you're doing fine, like you're okay. My brain is saying like you're okay, but my soul is acting as if I don't have nothing. A wealth of so examples. Hey, what's going on, y'all? You know what's going on. We back in the building for another edition, another episode of the Manly D's podcast. I'm your host, Here. Melly Mel. You know, join me as always. We got Dr. Life Coach Lace in the building. We got Husky and Bearded, Dr. Drew Martin, this thing. And you know, we got your boy, T. Roy, a.k.a. Pastor Troy. What's happening, fellas? T. Roy. Yo, yo. Give him the handles, T. Dot. Give him the handles. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Um, <laughs> well, it's been a minute since he done that. He done forgot what the handles wow. uh, Give him on, the handles, T. Dot. We on Instagram uh, at Manly D's Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter, uh, Manly D's underscore. Uh, we are also on Facebook. You can just type in Manly D's on that for the search. And we on YouTube. Yo, holla at us the on tube. YouTube. Yeah, we got get YouTube. We uh we stepping up our game now with our uh with our edits. If y'all have noticed, we even do like a preview of the episode before the episode. Know, We're doing shorts, you know. Now we're trying to step up our game. Talk um, your edit game, brother. Hey, Talk your edit game. <laughs> hey, Troy been on that joint. <laughs> Troy been Talk on that joint. Edit bro. game. We doing. Cause we I would do- be over there, whole copy and pasting <laughs> and trying to. <laughs> Let me see if I can slide this over. Hey, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. I was um, creating a PowerPoint today, and yo, literally, I'm remedial with this. Yo, like I'm over here, like this picture won't fit. Somebody make this picture. (laughs) And I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm just gonna get up and talk. I'm not gonna even have a PowerPoint, bro. I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even know how people are still using Microsoft at this point. Like niggas is still using Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. I don't even understand. Why? Well, it's ridiculous. You're supposed to be it, using Canva, bro. Wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. You're saying Can't, I'm not doing that either. I tried it once. No, I did Prezi. I said too much. Jesus it's too Christ. busy. I said I need. Just I give me a paper and pen. Give me a paper and pen, bro. Lace wait, with wait, a laser wait. pointer. Mel, you saying you don't understand? <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> and he points to a piece a of paper. <laughs> I'm holding up the piece of paper. Exhibit A. <laughs> uh, Mel, you saying you saying you don't understand why people are using it or how people can't use it? No, I just don't understand why people are still using like Microsoft. What? I don't like. I don't. I mean, I know there's a bunch of Microsoft computers, but when Google is free, for the most part, I mean Google Docs, Sheets. You mean like okay. Teams and everything, or? Yeah, like it's all yeah, like it's all user friendly. Everything people can add to. I mean, it's I know not, everybody makes it's that not. 365 and all that. What Google ain't for user friendly? Google is not, yo, because like nah. like with Google Team, like Teams, if you're doing a presentation, you can't see the people while you're doing a presentation. All you see is your presentation. And Teams, I know, does not do that. Zoom does not do that. So no, I don't. I don't, don't like want to see the people while I'm doing actually my presentation. lace. It can. It's just it can if you know how to set your screen up right. But you also remove. Well, I ain't got it set up, so it can't do it. <laughs> You're also remedial, so you can absolutely share your screen. 
And hey, yo, I need an IEP. I need an IEP, bro. No, I ain't gonna hold you. I need an IEP. Jesus Christ. No cap. That's I mean, I do think Zoom is probably the better video conferencing of all the ones that you just named, but everything else about the other platforms is better. I just don't think that Microsoft is a, a very good product anymore, to be honest with you. Well, you would know better than I. I absolutely hate Microsoft Teams. I hate Microsoft Teams. I hate OneDrive. I hate most of the uh, softwares that they use. Hey, my school uses uh, OneDrive, like Outlook and all of that, and I absolutely hate it. The good thing is, is that um. My gig now uses uh uses Gmail. Not my soul is at peace. Mm. Much rather use Gmail. I much rather use Slack um, to chat. Slack is of, like, fire. Microsoft Slack is fire or, or any of that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. all them joints try. Never use Slack, so I cannot contribute to that piece. Oh, nigga, Slack I don't is even fire. Know what Slack is? Slack is fire. It, it is fire. It is fire. You In can do a whole Troy. What makes it fire? Uh, honestly, the setup, the platform, the communication ability, the integration. Um, I mean, there's a long list of things. That <laughs> you just said, you just said, "Be I, 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 okay, I, is, <laughs> <laughs> is it plug and play? <laughs> is it plug? I mean, and it play? is. I wouldn't. It, it is pretty. Friendly. It is pretty plug and pl- pretty plug and play. Um, it honestly just reminds me of like old school AOL Instant Messenger, where it's more fun. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like. Hmm. The conversation. Now you're speaking my language. (laughs) Now you're speaking my language. I just feel like Microsoft Teams is Microsoft Teams is stiff. I didn't like that you couldn't really delete channels when you was done with the conversation. Like you can't really delete Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like that bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Trying to share files was a headache. Uh, Unless you had certain integrations, you couldn't really use gifts and stuff like that. So, you know. So what makes it stiff, Melvin? To use your word, what makes it stiff? Well, I mean, as far as customizations, you limited to what's available in Microsoft Teams in terms mm-hmm. of looking at you. you know, you can't really structure or organize the conversations thing like like I was just saying, just because there's a lot of limitations. You know, Slack is more I dig it. customizable, it's more user friendly and stuff like that. So Slack and integrates with a lot of I may of have to explore platforms. this Slacker. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like baby boomers and Gen X and all that like Microsoft because it's comfortable, it's familiar to them. You know, most of them still put that they Microsoft were proficient on their resumes and stuff like that. So Yo, bro, if you still putting this you Microsoft uh proficient on your resume, do you re- are you really trying to get You're the not job? getting a call back. You're not getting a call back. <laughs> It's just that you simple. basically just trying to. You're not, but you're I just you remember. So that just lets you know how much stuff has changed. Because remember that when that used to be an actual skill, where oh, someone yeah. would say like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> proficient Absolutely. in Microsoft." Uh, Yo, you used to like get that. a certification in Office Suite, bro. That used to be a thing. <laughs> and I know they still do Excel certifications. And guess who got one? Yeah. And I well, hate Excel, Excel go hard though. I mean, you got yeah Excel. You got to that. That can be tough. That can be Excel tough. is tough. I don't do nothing. Okay, so I don't build spreadsheets. I don't do none of them equations type stuff. I'll let people, yeah, you know, nah, build nah. that for me and then I use it. But I ain't about to build no equations and no. I got standard stuff. Rows and columns with information. And st- <laughs> That's about as far as I'm going to get. Well, I didn't mean to get us off on a tangent. Carry on. Oh, no, you no did. We haven't. We never Real really talked technology on here anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've talked about everything else except for technology. Hey, first of all, um, before we get started talking with anything, I just want to shout out my nigga Troy for wearing a real shirt three episodes in a row. <laughs> hey. What's what's my a ni- fake shirt? Off, Tell me what's a fake shirt first. My nigga got off to a slow start. My nigga got off to a slow start. Um, 
but he done cleaned himself up. My boy. He got he was slow out the gate. Yeah, yeah. He was slow yeah. out the gate. My boy wearing coral tonight. He wearing coral, so I know he in his bag. Coral. Is coral. that a V-neck? It is, is a, a it is a V-neck. V-neck? It is a V-neck. <laughs> Let him know, Troy. Troy First is light skinned in this tonight, bro. First and it's fitted lace. Not y'all lame. And it's fitted lace. What's a what's a fake shirt? Not my boy got the got the Adam's apple out. <laughs> he got the Adam's <laughs> apple. <laughs> <laughs> My boy got the Adam's apple. Oh. <laughs> ah. What's a fake shirt, Troy? A fake shirt would be uh, any graphic tee that you can get from five and below. Everything or... you wore prior to the polo <laughs> the other week. <laughs> Anything that could be counted as swag is a fake shirt. Hey, y'all. I don't wear swag shirts on here. I don't wear swag shirts at all. <laughs> now I'm just saying, you asked what's a fake shirt. Swag hey, would be considered anything a fake shirt. you, anything you got tossed to you at work <laughs> is. is <laughs> do a shout out of a t-shirt gun if it was tossed by a cheerleader or a participant. Hey, I want to say this real, real quick. Y'all are fake. I'm gonna tell you why y'all fake. Y'all super fake. I went back and I looked at some of the videos we had on YouTube. Yo, y- y'all, y'all let y'all boy be out here looking crazy on these on these uh, web pages, man. Y'all ain't Who? saying nothing. All three of y'all, ain't you? Ain't what you my, mean? My hair looked crazy in a few of them joints. My 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 neck was all the way over here on a couple others. Y'all ain't say nothing. I hey, told bro, you okay. you had bacon neck the other week. I told you <laughs> y'all ain't say nothing to some to late in the game. All right, so look, for a long time, I've been telling y'all to clean yourselves up because we was going to be sharing ourselves with the world. As soon as we said we was going to start recording faces, I said, make sure you present yourself the way you want to be represented on this podcast. I clearly remember saying that, and everybody was showing up how they wanted to show up. Lace shows up as Lace. Mel show up as Mel. This is me. Uh, uh, You know what I'm saying? This is what you get. Troy was like, take it or leave it. And Drew was like, I'm going to let these niggas know that I'm blackity black black. (laughs) This nigga Drew Drew has an Etsy prescription (laughs) where he gets an Etsy Etsy shirt (laughs) delivered once a month. (laughs) He's a small business kind of guy. I appreciate that. He is feeding our business, um, And we appreciate that. They gonna have a black by popular demand shirt next week. Yes, yes. So that's how we watch. All I'm saying is y'all lame for letting your boy be out here like that without saying, "Hey, hey, Troy." Before we start, why don't you go in the other room real quick and uh, edge that top line up real quick or something? You know what I'm saying? Your beard looking like kind of crazy. Nothing. I do have a question though for you, Troy. Have, did you receive any feedback from the um, from the bed skirt that was in the <laughs> screen the other week? Have we received that? Hey, he ain't posted that yet, Lex. Like, he ain't posted that yet. Be, oh, we, we still waiting. Yeah, we still okay. waiting. That, okay. that ain't dropped yet. <laughs> they ain't got the heat yet, Lex. Like, Listen, if you... Well, that's a question we got to pose to the people, man. No. Hey, but Lex, like, you see what now, happened, though. He, you see he changed his venue. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm back I see he transitioned his venue back to it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say y'all this right now. If you just now listening, watching this episode, do not go back to the previous episode and see. Absolutely, go back to the previous. Just look episode. at me. Don't look yes. at my background. Just look at me. Check out the just ambiance. Look, just Check look out the me ambiance. in the face. Don't look at my background. Just look at me. Hey, speaking of previous so episodes, boom boom room in that on the background. <laughs> he did, bro. He did, Lace. 
Boom, boom, room. Speaking of previous episodes, we did have a listener uh, say that they felt like our last episode was top three episodes of all the ones that we've released. So really? Far. So if you have not, what was which one was that? Remind me, because we talk about so much. Which one was that? Uh, t- uh, the yams are ready. I think that's the title of the podcast. The episode thirty three. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Top was it top three because of the topic of like getting your life together and stuff like that? Yeah, I think that's what what they were saying. The transparency, you know, that took place, you know, in the episode, the honesty, uh, the instruction. Uh, the encouragement and advice around, you know, just men having their stuff in order. You know what I'm saying? Getting their getting their affairs together, mm-hmm. handling their business, et cetera. So um, oh, that's what we was talking about. OK, got you. Got yeah, you. Yeah. 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 That was a good yeah. one. That was a good so one. top three. If you ain't listened to it yet, you know, go ahead. to Episode 33. Be blessed. Uh, top three. Go uh, back and give it a listen. Go back folks. and give it a listen. But then also uh, take action on what you hear because uh, there were a lot of gems in that episode. It was. It definitely was. So I have a question for y'all, and we go. I'm gonna shoot from the hip real quick. If y'all were, if y'all owned a club, what would be the name of your club? <laughs> That's so red. <laughs> it is though. It is. It is. What would be the name of your spot? I watched Life earlier, so hey, boom, boom, the boom 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 was in my head. I... <laughs> the boom 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 is front of raise boom boom. Hey, look. Um... Yes. Now, life is a top three movie, but we can talk about that later. Um, oh, easy, absolutely, uh, what absolutely. Dang, what would I name my club? I don't know. What What do you name a club? So, yeah. I guess first you have to start with what type of club you want to have, right? A social club, a lounge, a club, club. I mean, I know you was in the world for like five five minutes, Troy. <laughs> so what? What? You know what? <laughs> What kind of spots would you go to in the past? What would be a spot if you heard the name? <laughs> I'm going to that. <laughs> Dang, man. Uh, shoot. What would be the name of my club? To be honest with you, I've always felt like there's not a safe place for couples to go. And I, I feel I feel like the club mm, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. is uh, created for the single or for the one night stand or for the hookup. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, for people who well, hold on, let me finish. Advice. I had a comma at the end of that. I was gonna finish. You know, <laughs> go a little bit further. That was very judgy, meant, Troy. But go ahead. Or it's meant for like you know people to go out <laughs> with their friends and stuff like that. But what about a place for couples? Where they can enjoy themselves, get a good meal, you know, have you know, uh, be able to get on the dance floor and stuff like that. That would be ideal for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I the reason why I don't the reason why I don't so, go to the club okay. now is because one, <laughs> I am not fitting to fight. I well, here's the thing: I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Why are you going to fight, Troy? So your spot will be your spot will be called wholesome. That's the name of your spot. Wholesome. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, bro. I I I'm I'm probably gonna go to the the club. I be telling Shaka this all the time. I don't want to go to the club because what's gonna happen is I'm gonna get up, go get us some drinks, and by the time I come back around, somebody gonna be in your ear. Then I gotta be in his face, and then he gonna push me, and then I gotta. I gotta do. I gotta do my due diligence. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not for it. What if he asking what church? That is you not what to? he's asking <laughs> my wife. 
no, real talk. I'm that's telling you, that, that, that will asking. get you in the door, bro. Not, no, I'm not using that as that will get you in the door. That bro. is not that what get he's you asking my wife in the club. Bro. All right, Troy. See, this is how. I, <laughs> this is what you need to do, Troy. And this is how I know you ain't been in the club in a while. Just get a section. Just get a section. Correct. And then you don't got to worry about yeah, that. We're not ain't waiting in line. We're not standing you ain't got to stand up. You section. ain't got to leave your lady. You be in the section. They come to you. Get your drinks and stuff taken care of. You ain't got to worry about nobody being in your lady ear. Nothing like that. Bomb. You know what? You I, could, I could. I mean, we could go to the club together. Like we could take our ladies together to the club, and that would be cool because that way, if I get up, I know she's still with the party. She's still with the crew. Whatever the ladies there, or she you know whatever. That would be cool. We could do that. But I just ain't going to the club just to be going. Niggas be shooting, bro. My brother, my brother, my, my brother they in do. the club. They do. Dancing. They getting do. his bop, bop, getting his dance on. Next thing you know. What are you doing, bop, Troy? Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> what was he doing, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> My brother in the club <laughs> dancing, <laughs> chilling. Next thing you know, pow, he looks around. He's like, "What is that?" Has no idea. Starts walking out. He's like, "Why is my pants leg wet?" Look down. He got a bullet hole in his. He got hit in the club. He got hit. And there's security there. You know oh, what I'm saying? Wow. And the 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 part that. You know, of course, you know, we uh you know we we rallied around him and stuff like that, but still it's like, man, I Mar it was an episode of Martin where he tried to take Gina to the club and he was like, Why would I go out for food when I got steakums at home? That's what that's how I feel. Steakums. Steakums. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I go out when I got steakums? Hey, I ain't at gonna home? hold you. A quality steakum can go a long way, bro. Hey, bro. A quality steakum. Hey, get <laughs> With some provolone, with that provolone in that man, hole. What you talking about? You grill, you grill some of them, them green peppers and onions, man. We in Philly, man. We in Philly. We in Philly. We in Philly. So Troy, so Troy afraid to go to the club because he don't want to get his girl took a get shot. So he got <laughs> now I'm afraid. You don't want to. I just don't like the hassle. Drew, what's bro. your what's your club name, Drew? What's your club name? <laughs> I don't know. I keep it a buck with y'all. I look, you've been thinking about it. And I was like, just, I probably shouldn't say this out on the podcast, but just like a cigar lounge. Y'all know I'm always. Oh, in for a cigar sure. Yeah, lounge. yeah. You already know. You and already so, know. you know what I'm saying? Like something like, um, so I like, for example, like something that's like a hybrid. Cause you know, you go to Mona and that joint mm -hmm. is way too loud. Like that joint is way too loud. You heavy D. Like, heavy. And it be more females in there than, than niggas for real. Hey, Mona's like, hey, hey, go. Go to Mona's on Wednesday. Yes, Shout hey, out to Mona's RVA. Stand that, up. That's free game. That's free. Hey, game. I ain't been there before, um, but I'm gonna trust you on it. No, nah, it's it's a hey, go. Bro. I approve. I approve. I took I took Troy and Troy ain't even want to leave. Wanna bro. leave, bro. I had yeah. to leave because I had to get back, but I didn't want to leave. <laughs> hey, I don't do cigars with Drew no more, bro. Drew, every time Drew take me to the cigar lounge, she set me up, bro. I be asking. I ain't much of a smoker for everybody that's listening. I don't really smoke at all or nothing like that. So I just go for the look. You know what I'm saying? I'm just there for the look. So uh, every time I ask Drew, Mel be twir twirling his cigar in his hand, Drew. Yeah. Like, he, like he <laughs> no, nah, I don't twirl it or nothing like that, Lace. I don't twirl it, bro. Like he throwing up gang signs, he he twirling his joke. <laughs> no, I. 
I'm, I go I, do I'm legit like that, with bro. it, bro. I'm legit with it. But <laughs> Drew always set me up because he be recommending me Husky Man cigars. He don't recommend me cigars that's made for skinny people, bro. Mm-hmm. So right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's definitely yeah. balance to that. So I don't mess with Drew. Yeah. Cigars. So so you leave with your chest burning essentially. Is chest what burning. Yeah. Well, if your chest burning. Sinuses right. open. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but one listen, time I was hurt, hurt, bro. I was like, hey, I need to go to the crib, bro. Yeah. But listen, if your chest burning, if your chest burning, you probably not smoking a cigar right. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to. This is the thing, Troy. To, Troy. He tried to hit he tried to hit a Maduro on his first bro. on his first Ooh, stick. Really? Not, yeah, okay, that's, that's that's not that's not first of all. So first of all, I would have only known about it. I wouldn't have even known about it if Drew didn't recommend it to me. Why did you recommend so the Maduro for his first cigar? He the one that set me up. See, this Look, I'm telling you, no, let me tell the truth. Let me tell the truth. No, let me Which tell the truth. Did do, let me tell the truth. Which let he me did do, Lace. It was, hey, bro, it was my birthday. And he was like, what you want? I said, yo, bro, let's slide to the cigar shop. So when we got in there, we went to the joint downtown, and I was like, "Yo, man, this is a good uh, beginner cigar." And anybody who know Mel, no Mel don't listen. Uh, Mel was like, "Nah, right. Mel, he's a, don't. yeah, no, give me, give me the top notch. Like, give me the top." That's notch. exactly what he said, and I was like, "Yo, bro, yeah. this is a quality stick, bro. You know what I'm saying?" Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is hey, a man, marathon, get baby, three not puffs. a sprint. Hey. I, had, I tried to tell him you smoke a cigar to enjoy it, not to finish. I had a, hey, I had a, I, there you go. I had a Maduro. I, Maduro, I had a Maduro once. <laughs> I was on the floor the whole night. I'm like literally. I got sick. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I got sick and I, I fell got asleep sick, Troy. on the floor. Yeah, and I was there all night. I don't mess with them joints, bro. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. Stomach yeah, hurting yeah. and all. Troy. I tell you another another solid stick. Drew is the uh, Padron stick. I had one um, other week, uh, $50 stick, yo. It was worth every penny of it. Hey, that. let me keep it a buck with you. The David off joints, my guy. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. Yo, that's a solid stick. No input. I ain't got you. no insights on this hey, subject right now. Hey, Mel, I'm going to tell you what. Check your, check your mailbox. I'm pretty sure. There's a spot that probably sent you a coupon that said, "Hey, you can get ten sticks for ten dollars. Go ahead and get them joint. Don't do that. Go ahead. Yeah, don't do, do that. that. I did it. Don't do that. Why not? Don't do that. No, no, no. Don't do that. Boy, don't you gonna that. get double XL all... black and miles, bro? Don't do that. <laughs> no, bro. They was legit. <laughs> they were legit. Yeah, nah. I can't trust it. I can't trust that. I can't if trust you that. I can't check trust your that. check your advertisement. I'm not getting no cigars out of a magazine coupon. That's store. like buying. That's like buying steaks at the Dollar Tree, bro. You can't do that. Like, <laughs> hey, do not do that. Hey, bro. I need an old white man with a mustache to tell me man, what cigar listen. I need to pick. Okay. Hey, I was looking you foolish in right. that joint. I was right. looking foolish in that joint. Think of every, think of every <laughs> black person in every movie you done seen from the 90s until now where they go to a fancy restaurant and can't pronounce nothing on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the cigar shop, bro. He asked me what I want. I'm saying stuff all wrong, making up names that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> then I just fall back and be like, what would you recommend? Yeah. Hey, it's, it'd be like that. Hey, what you need to do anytime you, for the for the listeners. Yo, I'm telling you, them. Hey, that is a quality stick. The uh, 50th anniversary joint too. Mm. That's mm. how I. That's Chef how I know lace selling crack, kiss. bro. Lace selling crack. <laughs> if, you, if you getting the 50th anniversary joints, lace selling. He's hey, birds. That was one of the. That was one of the best um, sticks that I that I've had in a, in a while. 
the fiftieth anniversary joint for real. That that's a go. That's a go. But it's not a it's not a it's a once in a while stick because again it for will sure. have your chest on eight thousand. So, okay, yeah, so so, so what's up? Um, if that's a once in a while, you might need a capap if you if you continue to. If you continue <laughs> to hey, you need a you need a like you need a Connecticut blend, bro. You need some you need something like that bro. everyday. That's an everyday cigar. What you talking about? This Connecticut drink. Lay's talking about once in a while sticks. What's an everyday type of uh, drink that y'all talking about? I mean, you could for for me, you could do Fratello. That's an everyday stick. Um, you could obviously Fuente. do um, yeah, Fuente, or some kind of blended stick. Um, Mel, you like flavor, so you might like a little flavor type. You know, what I mean, situation that that could work too. Um, you want that Java yeah. joint, the coffee joint? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, hey, Lace, he gonna be in that joint smoke. He gonna be in that joint smoking acid cigars, bro. Trying to make it do. Like what you smoking? I got this acid right here. Bro. I got this, this acid, Joe. <laughs> got this acid, Joe. <laughs> uh, that's what it is, though. That's what it is. Oh, so Drew, Drew won a cigar lounge. I think if I could have, a, yeah. if I could have a club, I'd probably want an actual lounge, like a. a yeah, it, it would definitely be a lounge spot yeah, for me too. Yeah. Um, but I would name my joint Repent. That would be the name of it. Repent. Why? B- because at the end of the day, when you leave, you go have to repent. That's the kind of spot that I want. <laughs> hey, yo, you said repent like, yo, like I, Gino Jennings. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you how legit. Like, all the brides, all, all the females talking about. Yeah, I gotta go repent before ten because they letting all the hoes in. Before 10. <laughs> I'm going to repent. That is great marketing. Talk to that me. is talk to me. Talk to great marketing. Talk to me now. When I go to a lounge, <clears throat> your boy getting old now. I know I am because before they even ask me what I want to drink or what I want to smoke, my first thing is, what do you have on your charcuterie board? That's the first thing I want to know. Mm. Because, yeah, right here. because mm. and, and I need to make sure that it blends well with whatever I'm drinking, with whatever I'm smoking. That's the first that's the first thing I need to know. I see you, okay, Troy. I see you. Hey, hey, you growing up. You growing what? up. You growing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Troy. You growing up. My boy want to make sure he ain't got to eat no Tums when he needs that drink. <laughs> so he want to make sure he eat. <laughs> You want to make sure he ain't got no heartburn and oh, nothing when he leave that. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, man. I feel it. It's some nice spots around here too, man. Uh, I got a. I got. A, I went to him uh, like in the first couple months that I was here. I haven't had a chance to get back out there, but uh, yeah, I definitely got to check it out. Unfortunately, there's not a cigar spot in our city. We have to go to the neighboring city in order to get a cigar spot. The cigar spot that we actually have here is just a house. That you walk, it is. You it just is walk yes. into, and you sit in somebody's living right. room and smoke a cigar, and then you leave. That's it. It is a definitely, it is definitely a house. Um, but be on the lookout because your boy got some things in the works. A so bando. Be on the lookout. For you ain't, you ain't saying nothing to me. You lookout. gotta let me know. I want to be in on it. He just said it. Just I'm now. still, hey, I'm still getting, I'm still getting some things, you know, ironed out. But yeah, that is definitely a. I ain't gonna lie, I really uh, don't. But I'm just a gap in the area, so I'm with it. Say less. That's what's up. Look at Lace. Lace always hustling, bro. I like to gotta be, like man. Lace gotta be, me, bro. Gotta this be. cat Lace got me applying for a got second to. job. This let me tell y'all about Lace real quick. First and foremost, mm. this cat Lace 
came up to me and uh he was like hey man you need to get up on this i was like what are you talking about he lifts his shirt up pause pause (laughs) (laughs) and he unstraps this this belly button thing that's supposed to help you you know sweat and stuff like that i said this cat is on his bad bed right now, ain't he? He on his. Yeah, you already know. Not Dr. Life Coach Lace wearing a waist him. trainer out this trying to sell me a waist trainer. He was, was wearing a waist trainer choice. First of all, it was not a waist trainer. Life Coach Lace was wearing waist trainer this whole time. <laughs> Talking about first and foremost, it was not a waist trainer. He was trying to get his hips right. I was like, lace, pause, man, back. Come on, man. Never said that. Chill, Never. Man. Now y'all know Troy is gassing Chill. this. Y'all, know, this is straight. This is straight ninety three on pump five right now. He is straight <laughs> yeah. gassing right now. Like Coach Lace with the waist trainer. With the waist trainer. First of all, it's not a waist trainer. It is a sweat vest <laughs> that you. It would allow you. It, it zips. It zips all the way up to your neck. And it allows you to perspire more so you can lose weight at a faster rate. trying to get me on some tummy tea drinks and stuff like that. I was, I was like, about to say the same thing, Troy. Tummy chill, tea. Late. <laughs> Nigga hustling herbal life on the weekend. That's his play, Troy. That's what he's trying to get you up on. That herbal life. They're going to be doing paid partnerships on the gram next week. Look. <laughs> Making reels promotion and everything like that. Ah, that's funny. I like that, Troy. I see what you did there, bro. I see what you did there. I like that. I like that. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what uh, my wife actually helped me too because I was like, babe, I was trying to clown lace at the at we was playing basketball, but I couldn't get my words together. She was like, What happened? She I was like, this, that, and forth. She was like, Oh, he had a waist trainer on. That's what I was looking for. Ah, jokes, real quick. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Hey, Lay, what you going? What you? All right, Lay, since you talk about business ideas, what you gonna call your waist trainer? It's not a waist trainer. That that is your line. That's what I'm gonna call it. Your line drop. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gonna call it. It's not a waist trainer. That's exactly what I'm gonna call it. It's not a waist trainer. Nah, that's just gonna be. It's gonna be a play on words like straight laced or something like that. Go ahead, Troy. Yo, you see, you see how we work in that. You see how we work in that. That's fire. <laughs> now I'm curious though. Um, you know, you know, lace trying to lose weight today. I was up in the gym. You know, I hit, bro. I did a. Now y'all gonna laugh. I'm just gonna go ahead and prepare myself for it. But I did my first mile under ten minutes, and y'all know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did my Why first a, mile. This man, this man putting up eighth grade numbers. <laughs> I got my first mile under 10 minutes. I Jesus did my Christ. first mile under 10 minutes. That was, that was, did that you was. Walk a, you was running the whole time? Uh, well, Were you running the whole time? He was speed walking. Well, about to, he was speed walking. <laughs> Yo, Lace is not trying to help me better myself in my life. <laughs> There's no encouragement at all. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Troy, be encouraged, uh, bro. Technically, I mean, be I was on the elliptical, but I still did two miles under uh, ten minutes. Okay, no, it was two miles. Pause. You One. did you did ten minutes on an elliptical? A mile in ten minutes on an elliptical? Like, Are these separate know. exercises, wow. or is that what you? Were- <laughs> 
I'm trying to yeah, Troy. I'm trying to put the story together, bro. Did you walk or run the mile, or do you say you did a I mile mean, on the know, elliptical? I, my nigga, he did a, mile, did a mile on the elliptical. That's what you just said. I did. I did two miles. <laughs> I did two miles in twenty minutes. Y'all some haters, bro. Y'all some haters, bro. <laughs> You're not giving proper I'm information. To I'm trying myself. to myself. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to encourage you, bro. I'm trying to better myself and my health, and y'all laughing at me, yo. <sighs> oh, I'm trying God. to encourage you, but you ain't giving me the right tools with what it, bro. What I'm trying to get to is it's very important that we take care of our health. It's very important. It is we, very important we're definitely that we at that age. Uh, we're definitely at that age where the body starts to tell on itself. And we ain't as young as we used to be. We are not as young as I we used to be. I know for a fact I ain't as young as I used to be. <clears throat> and cats is out here dying, especially black men out here dying in their 50s. Dying. In their 50s, bro. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's definitely important for cats to stay on their health, up on their health. So get you a lace waist trainer. <laughs> it will help you. Get, get you a lace up. waist trainer. Don't. Don't get on Troy's plan a 20-minute elliptical <laughs> ride for, for two miles. <laughs> you might as well be doing hip-hop abs, Troy, if you're going to do that. <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well shanty that joint in your living room, bro. And just you know what I'm saying? Bang that joint out, yo. Oh, my God. That's hey, what's up, though, Why you ain't just walk on the treadmill or something like that? What made you choose the elliptical? Now I'm intrigued on why you chose the elliptical. The elliptical out of all the... gives the illusion of running. That's all it is. Okay. When I'm on, and plus when I'm on the, uh, when I'm on the, um, what'd you just call it? Um, oh my gosh, the my treadmill? Treadmill? treadmill. Yes. When I'm on the treadmill, the impact of my foot to the treadmill, it just it does damage to you know. Oh, you a flat foot? Yeah, I'm I'm really flat footed. So you're a flat foot. Um, okay. if I if I can not run, I choose not to do that, and I'll go to the elliptical. So that's my choice. Um, okay. So yeah, that's the reason why I went. So you might as well I get you a Peloton. That's respectable. Yeah, no, that's the, hey, that's, real talk. That's respectable. Peloton is where I said, you right. I ain't I, got one, but I, I've I've heard. You know. Guess who got one in their garage? Who lace? Three times a week. You know he's selling never, drugs, never fails, bro. bro. This cat is selling drugs. <laughs> never fails. Cocaine. Selling drugs. And it's not stepped on. It is not <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. I'm, hey, bro. I'm about to start calling Lace Lace Saint. <laughs> Lace Saint. <laughs> this cat got one. It is not good. stepped on. Hey, that joint is that joint is funny. Um, dang, Troy took me all over the place talking about working on niggas' hell. Hey, Troy, but back to your mile, though. Your mile in under 10 minutes. Did you run track or anything like that when you was younger? I ran what track. What was your mile back you in the day? threw shot put. I did throw shot put. Um, I ran mm-hmm. I ran track for a week because it was too much running. And I was like, I'm not with this. Now, also, y'all talking about a dude who grew up and suffered with asthma his whole life, right? Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for me, playing football was actually a miracle. My grandmother, when I used to play football back in the day, she used to tell me after every game, she's like, good job, but I wish you would just quit. I'm like, why? She's like, I can see you breathing on the field. And I had a conversation with her uh, not so recent, probably about a month ago. I had a conversation with her, and I brought that up. I said, Grandma, remember when you used to tell me to quit playing football? And she told me straight up. She said, you know, honestly, she didn't say this directly. She said, well, it just looked like you were suffering. And, you know, my my mother, her mother, 
her mother uh died of asthma and they knew somebody else who mm. died of asthma mm. too and and so mm. it, it it didn't it didn't click until then she wanted me to quit because she 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 loved me you know what i'm saying like and mm-hmm. she didn't want to see me suffer. She just wanted to see me live. And she didn't want to lose me like she lost her mother and stuff like that. And so sure. I was like, I you know, cause, but, but back in the day, though, back in the day, I was like, why are you hating on me, grandma? You know what I'm saying? Why are you hating on me? But it won't it won't hate. It was really love, but in a in a way that I was not receiving it. Sure, I get it. Now it's funny that you said that. I just um, officiated the Commonwealth Games this past weekend, and um, one of the uh, kids who was playing, he um, almost had an asthma attack. I could see that he was breathing real. His his breathing was very labored on the court, and his mom was like, "You got she yelling, you got your yeah." I said, "Hey, you got to get out this game, my boy, because <laughs> if you pass out on this bad boy, nah, can't do it." So, um, but yeah, nah, you got to stay on top of that kind of stuff, man. That is not a game. That is not a game. Yeah, I got to schedule my annual physical. Uh, I forgot to do that joint. It's about that time. So I com- committed myself to doing my annual physicals to make sure I'm staying in good health. Mm. <clears throat> got to. So uh, I was violated last year. I'm going to probably be violated again this year. But, oh, um, no. Ain't nothing wrong I'll, with I'll, it. I'll, I'll, take the, I'll, I'll take the short <clears throat> violation if it's going to prolong my life. You feel me? They violated you, bro? Violation once a year does is not going to hurt you if it pro- prolongs you walking 10 toes down. I ain't bro. been violated yet, and I, I don't want to be violated. Well, you older hey, than me. You might as well go ahead and get your violation. Hey, when y'all all huddled up at my funeral, just know that I, I left with my pride. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to get that joint done, hey. bro. Just say he went out how he wanted. Just say he went out how he wanted to. So that, that hey, to, that's, a, for, that's a that's a great great question though. What is the reason why you all haven't um, went and got your you know annual checkup or anything of that nature? What's the what's the reasoning behind it? Well, I actually just went for my. Uh, I, I'm not at the age in regards to getting a prostate check, but um, for the viewers, don't take my humor seriously. You you do need to go get that joint um, checked out. Um, <clears throat> what was I about to say? Um, basically, you know, y'all know I got a, I got a capap. The other thing the doctor told me, he was like, dog, he's like, I'm concerned about your blood pressure. Now the same two things happens every time I go in there. When I go in there, my blood pressure is high. But by the time I leave, it comes back down. So they were like, you know, we think you got uh, white coat syndrome. I hate going to the doctor because mm-hmm. I go for one thing. And then by the time I so leave anxiety, yeah, you, yeah. Anxiety else. kicks dog, in. Dog, yo, it's just like getting the oil change. You go in that joint for one thing, then they come back. They be like, hey, man, this is 15 things that's wrong with you. And I'm like, I ain't come in here for that. (laughs) I just came in here for one Mm -hmm. thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's why I'm doing this detox. I, um, as much as I like cigars and as much as I like to uh, smoke them with tequila, I just, um, I got to make some, uh, some different changes. And so when I was boxing regularly, you know, like I was fine, but, um, I got, I kind of got taken out of my, uh, out of my routine, so I'm trying to get back to it. Mm-hmm. No, that's real. I have real. Um, the last time I went and got went and got checked, um, the doctor was like, "Yeah, you uh, them cigars. Yeah, you probably want to cut that back to maybe once a mm-hmm. month." Because uh, y'all remember on the potty, I, I had, had one, one every week. week. I don't know if y'all noticed, I ain't, I ain't had one um, in a minute. Yeah, so uh, once a month. That that is what uh, Doc told me. My doctor, he's uh, he's Nigerian. 
Um, and you know, he came in with that accent, like, "Hey, you, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't, can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that." I said, "You know what? You probably right, Doc. You are probably right." So, yeah. I mm-hmm. haven't had one because no one has brought it to my attention that I needed to have one. That's one. Two, I, my doctor's friend, my doctor friends, um, we were joking around. Um, I got a, I got a doctor friend here in North Carolina and everybody in the group chat was like, why don't you go to him to get your uh, physical or whatever? I was like, bro, I'm not trying to have him make me turn my head and cough. I, I don't want to do that in front of my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. They don't do that no more. And they said, and you don't, they, that's not the type of physicals you get when you this age, bro. And they said, they, yeah, they said, you yeah. don't, they don't do that no more. I was like, oh, since when they don't do that? No, no more. they don't do that. But it makes sense. Cause I haven't had one and I bless God for that. But, um, I haven't had the violation because it hasn't come to my attention to have one. Troy, Troy, help me understand. I'm not trying to put your business out. But previously, all you did was work with with doctors. How how you how you missing checkups? How do you not get a physical? Not working with not working with doctors. Not working with doctors. Leading doctors. Right. Yes. Yes. Leading doctors, bro. You around MDs, PhDs, LMNOPs, bro. Help me understand, bro. I mean, I I stay on. Like, I go to the doctor. This is my. This is my second checkup for the year. Um, this uh, this upcoming Monday, actually. Uh, this is my second checkup, and so he really just wants to monitor my weight. If I and and here's the thing, they keep saying that I'm overweight. Here's the thing, the scales. This is America. Everybody's true, overweight except male. But I, but I also ahead. like to think this. I think that that scale is not on par. Like the scale <laughs> that they're trying to put us all on, like. Well, you fully dressed when you when you get on it. So of no, no, course, no, no, and the BMI I mean, has some um, has some racist origins. So that that joint is not accurate. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the uh, the uh, uh, obesity scale, the scale that they try to. Uh, I forgot. What, yeah. I forgot what the letters are, but the the scale that they try to put us all on. They're uh, they're comparing us black men to. White people as being like the cookie cutter of like this is how it should be, and it's like, bro, I'm six foot two. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna, I'm not gonna fit into the same, you know, category as uh, as these as these white people that you are basing your stuff on. Now, some of these doc, I mean, the doctor's right, you know, high blood pressure runs in black people's families and stuff like that. Spe- specifically, mine, you know, my dad has multiple strokes. He is uh, he's su- he's suffering r- right now uh, because of that. His dad, my grandfather, which I never got a chance to meet, died playing baseball at the uh, age of like late 30s, early 40s. We don't know exactly how old he was. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I have to be mindful of that. But like the obesity piece, I'm like, come on, man. I I don't know how much weight I'm going to lose. Where, where is it going to come from? Right. I feel it. I feel it. Better burn them calories. The you get it's hard. It's harder to drop. That's that. true. Yeah. You got to. Gotta burn them cows, man. Stop. So what I did, I stopped eating um, carbs and just more so drinking water, unless I'm drinking an adult beverage. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much it. Water and no carbs. Burn them carbs, nigga. Hey, I oh, honestly yeah. I started drink going. my calories too. I honestly started going um, to get my checkups because because of my father and my grandfather. Uh, actually, both of them uh, suffer from prostate cancer or had prostate cancer at one mm-hmm. time, uh, and prostate cancer can be hereditary. So I said that. You know, I was oh, I sure. was gonna yeah, go yeah. earlier than they went, um, 
just to make sure I'm always good. I don't want to wait till the last minute, you know, sure. or avoid it and find out later that I can't do nothing about it or whatever like yeah. that. So um, yeah. I've just been <clears throat> committed to going regardless of the outcomes and stuff like that. So I just try to stay optimistic, you know, about the process because you never know if it's going to be you or skip you or something like that. So, mm. you know, that was my, big, my sure. biggest reason for, for sure. going. Um, I ain't going to act like I'd be on no health kick or no diet or nothing like that. I tried it for a little while. Um, and obviously I gave up on it. My, I don't, I don't carry weight the same way that other people do. My metabolism has always been relatively fast. So no matter what I eat, I can kind of just burn it off with no problems. Uh, I know other people hate hearing that, but what else is perfect time, about actually, you? You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Troy. Uh, no, for real. For a long time, I couldn't even gain weight. Like I actively tried to gain weight. Okay, gain weight move on burning, to your next know. point, man. I'm just saying, bro. We 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 have a conversation. I ain't interrupt you when you was talking about your slim fam. <laughs> I was drinking raw eggs and everything, bro. Hitting protein shakes. Yeah, he said, you know, how you want your eggs? Scramble, sunny side. He said, raw. Give it to me raw. Blend that joint Pause. up and put it in a cup. Uh, Pause. So yeah, no, I, I try. I try to stick with it. I'm gonna I'm keep sticking with it. Um, I do think I can make some adjustments because I do. Um, I do eat a lot of fast food, so I'm trying to like cut that out and eat more um, at home. I ain't on that vegan whole food kick or nothing like that. But uh, I know I do need to make some adjustments relative to my health. Mm. Now here's the question: Dig They that. say that. that you know if you catch it early, you it's it's better to treat. What's the treatment mm-hmm. for uh, prostate stuff? Uh, radiation is pretty similar there. Surgery, yeah, surgery and chemo. chemo. Mm. Stuff like that. Same process for pretty much everybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. But certain, uh, obviously certain cancers are, are worse than, than others just due to how they, can be. they impact the organs and can spread and all of that kind of stuff. My uncle's going through a situation right now um, where he had a part of his prostate removed but um it spread you know to other areas so he's going through treatment right now so that's something that you definitely want to get on sooner than later uh, particularly if you're an old old head and you don't go to the doctor you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying you know how some old heads like i ain't going to that if that's if that's my plight then i'm just gonna deal with it okay but yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I disagree yeah. since drew brought it up his uh, white coat syndrome which is basically anxiety about going to the doctor uh how do y'all actively deal with anxiety you know how do y'all you know manage that um the reason why i'm asking is because uh i've been struggling with that recently and it's Mm. not something that i've Mm. inherently dealt with i've always been somebody who's been pretty tough mentally having a very strong you know mental fortitude i don't really let things you know stress me out or i don't worry you know much about anything but you know for like the last few weeks uh, or really, I would say the last couple of years, I've been experiencing it more than I ever have in my life. But then really the last few weeks, <clears throat> um, mm. I've been having a a lot more anxiety just about, you know, um, life and the day to day and a lot of things that have just been going on around me to the point where, you know, I haven't even really been able to sleep properly. You know, like I'll mm. either take forever to go mm. to sleep mm-hmm. or if I do get to sleep, I'm finding myself waking up in the middle of the night um, and feeling anxiety when I wake up. But then. Also, not being able to go back to sleep, you know, because I have anxiety. And then um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm compounding the anxiety because then I get frustrated about the fact that I have anxiety, which gives me anxiety. <laughs> so then I'm like, you know, like I'm double downing on that joint. And I really don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know how to 
how to deal with it or manage it properly. So I've really just kind of been internalizing it, you know, trying to figure out and, uh, you know, assess myself and stuff like that. But I really like been having a lot going sure. on, you know what I'm saying, up here. And, you know, I always talk about using this podcast and my therapy and stuff like that. So, mm. you know, um, how do y'all deal with that type of stuff? Hey, uh, I go to CBS every 90 days and I pull up to the pharmacy side and the young lady asked me for my name and my birthday, <laughs> and that's how. I <laughs> <laughs> she t- <laughs> hey, real talk. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But um, but nah, I um, just to be transparent for the podcast and for the listeners, I started that. Well, I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me was I had to recognize, and even though my mom won't admit it. My mom is very anxious, and so is my mom. My mom's dad is very anxious, and so like when I kind of look at like that generational piece, the first thing I, it lets me know is is that there's probably like a genetic predisposition to be more anxious, um, whether it's by culture or whether it's mm. like you know genetic. And you know, my brother and I have discussed this at length. Uh, he chooses to manage his anxiety with some uh, alternative holistic methods, mm. but we both recognize that you know like. Like our mom is like he super smoke dope. <laughs> he, hey, he don't smoke dope. But all I'm gonna say is he chooses to medicate himself with other holistic right. methods. From the earth. It's from the earth. It's from, from the, the earth. earth. No judgment. It's from the earth. But um, but yeah, so the biggest thing I did was like I guess to my benefit, uh, my dad started off his career as a guidance counselor. So we didn't really have that stigma in our household about it was something wild about like going to therapy. Like therapy was like it was like mm-hmm. a normal, it was a normal thing for us. And so like uh, my anxiety really started in undergrad right after um, my aunt Sam passed away because the weekend before she passed away, I kind of like basically like dissed her and I was like, yo, I'll catch up with you later because I was trying to make a move and then she passed away. So my anxiety started, I noticed mm. it when like, I, like family would be like, yo, can you come for this? I felt the need to make everything because I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be the like the last time if I if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So sure. it that you know the anxiety kind of basically just like, you know, birth from that. So I want to say maybe by the time I finished um I want to say about 2017 when I got to when I first moved to Richmond, I just started to see a therapist cuz I just was like, you know, like I didn't I didn't try every type of way to like manage my anxiety. Um and I just had to look on the inside and be like, yo, why am I anxious like, you know, how much of this can I control of my anxiety? How much of this is a genetic predisposition? And then how much of this uh, can I not control? Mm-hmm. So that was basically like a three-tiered method. Um, spiritually, I had to get myself sound. I had to get my body sound. I would eat like crazy stuff like right before I went to sleep. Um, and then I had to get my mental sound. And um, I'm actually like mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually like slowly um, weaning myself off of my anxiety medication because it's not a it's not a good idea just to stop cold turkey because you know your body can't handle that but yeah i um so yeah i had to take a three-tiered approach so i was boxing i was doing therapy and i was praying and that was the only way i made it through um because troy will tell you i was down bad at the beginning of the year and when i say i was down bad i was down bad panic attacks like every week so um shout out to t dot roy mm-hmm. the inventor of christian mm. <laughs> <laughs> now i think too a part of that drew um is, is like you said three phases of the game you got yourself right mentally physically spiritually um i think that's an area of focus um i always uh tell folks too ain't nothing with popping a, a good 
Ambien um, to get rest too. You know what I'm saying? If you need your doctor to subscribe you something so you can rest. Uh, because again, if your mind is always going, you can never shut down and rest properly. And I think that is another piece that, um, plus you have to acknowledge that anxiety, it's okay to, you know, have that. It's just how you navigate it and having conversations about it. Um, like I said, getting those, getting your areas right in those three phases too, uh, will definitely assist. Uh, so are you saying like Mel, like your, your mental just don't ever shut down? Cause there's a lot of people like that. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to shut down and not be thinking about something all the time. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got to do me. this, or I got to do that. I got this on my plate, um, yeah, that's exactly et cetera. So <clears throat> that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what's going on. My mind is meditation that helps with that as well. Cause it really helps. Uh, cause you, you, the reason why I do I meditate is cause you got to center yourself to deal with these Negroes on a regular basis. If I'm not centered, then I know I'm going to swing off on somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> swing. You got to You got to find a way to, um, to stay centered. Um, and meditation is another avenue that can, can assist with that. You look like you was about to say something, Troy. So oh, I, I thought, gonna... I, I thought you was going to answer. Uh, I thought I was giving room for you to answer Lace's question. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, Lace, that's exactly what it is. I feel like my my mind is always on, like at any point mm-hmm. of the day, especially at night. Um, you know, like even during the day when I'm trying to work and do stuff, my mind is still thinking and racing about everything. Like it's on a lot of different stuff at once, even while I'm trying to work. I can't yeah. really focus all the way on my work and stuff that I should be doing because my mind is worrying about everything else. But then it gets even worse at night when I'm, you know, laying down or I got time to sit for a little while or something like that. Um, and I feel like there's just, there's just no end to it. Like even when I try to be like, all right, I ain't going to think about nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, my brain keeps, you know, going on or whatever. And I feel like, you know, um, I don't know if I'm worried about the stuff around me or if I'm just having anxiety because I feel out of control about everything that's going on around me. You know, and none of this stuff feels like it's going in the right direction. So then I'm anxious about it because I can't control any of this, any of this stuff. And I think that's probably more so what it is, just feeling like I'm out of control, you know, mm-hmm. and don't have the ability to control, you know, what's happening. Yeah. So then I'm in this uh, ambiguous space of uncertainty. Um, so it just, it's been, you know, messing with me a lot. I feel like my my brain and my soul are at war with each other. You know, um, because I feel like <clears throat> all right, I'm a, I'm always transparent on this podcast, so I'm gonna keep being transparent. I, right now, I'm in a, a season of my life where I feel like I'm trying I'm trying to learn how to be okay with being okay. Yeah, if yeah, that yeah. makes sense. You know, like um, my brain is telling me, like Mel, you doing okay? You know, what I'm saying like stuff is going well for you. You got a job. Your family's healthy. You ain't nobody you know, hurting or starving, you got a roof over your head, you got, you know, transportation, everything like that, you know, like, you're doing fine, like, you're okay. My brain is saying, like, you're okay, but my soul is acting as if I don't have nothing, you know what I'm saying, like, it's yearning for more, so my brain is trying to calm me down, and my soul is like, you know, you should be doing this, or what about that, or, you know, when are you going to get to this, or why haven't you, you know what I'm saying, done this yet, so then I always feel like I'm battling against myself. You know, so then I mm. get I get frustrated with the fact that I don't know how to be, you know, what I'm saying OK with being OK, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that's what's really been, you know, keeping me up at night 
because I feel I, I don't know if anybody ever know what it's like to be at war with yourself, you know, but this is something that I've ex- experienced in the past where the last time I felt like this, it was when I was trying to overcome, you know, anger when I had really bad anger issues, you know what I'm saying? And I was worn with myself, my mind and flesh were battling against each other where I didn't want to be angry or act out, but I would still do it anyway, because, you know, it took, and it took me forever to learn how to control it or whatever. And that's why I feel like I am again right now, just in a different way, just where I'm like, I can't get a hold of this situation. I try to do, you know, what y'all talking about meditation. Of course, I know how to pray and all that type of stuff. Uh, I just feel like it hasn't, you know what I'm saying, manifested itself yet. And I feel like it's getting, you know, worse by the day. And then, you know, uh, it bothers me more because I know that I have other people to be responsible for. And I really ain't got time to be, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with anxiety and all this other type of stuff, <laughs> other type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm just not there yet. And I didn't, haven't done like yeah. alternative methods or medication or anything like that because I didn't want to you know, become dependent on needing to take a pill to go to sleep or dependent on a, a pill to be able to relax. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just didn't want to be, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, in that space, you know. So it's just something that I've been dealing with. And I ain't got the answers, you know what I'm saying. So I'm talking about it out loud yeah, yeah. because I ain't never, I ain't had nobody yeah. talk to about it. So I'm going to do it right here. So let I me ask you uh, this. Go ahead, it, go ahead, Drew. Is like, is it like in relation to time? Like, I'm trying to figure out like what's the what's like the trigger or what's the antagonizer because you know what I'm saying like anxiety is predicated by something so it's just like is it time is it like is it like the feeling of like complacency like what is like what would you say is the the uh the quote unquote uh um antagonist in this piece I feel like it's it's um time to a certain extent but then also just a level of attainment uh, I feel like the biggest root of this is probably um, stemming from the fact that I probably just have never forgiven myself for some of the poor decisions I made early on, mm. you know what I'm saying, within myself, because I feel like if I had made certain decisions earlier, I would be further along than where I am right now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I'm trying to be comfortable with being okay, because I'm not in a bad space right now. But I can never help but think about if I had done blank or if I had done what I was supposed to do with then, you know what I'm saying, then where would I be or how much would I be, you know, struggling with some of these things now if I had done the right stuff before. So I think some of it is me not forgiving myself, you know, for some of those decisions and then feeling like I'm always playing catch up internally, you know, like I'm trying to catch up to where I feel like I should be. So there's this imaginary time clock on myself. That I haven't been able to get rid of, and I feel like that's a has a lot to do with where it comes from. Mm. Well, it, it seems like you know, what I mean, you carrying a burden from the past that can be triggering in aspects of anxiety. Obviously, we know that hindsight is twenty twenty, but at some point, I think you just have to let it go because we have all done things and made. If I would have done this years ago, I wouldn't be in this position now, etc. Um, but I think you just have to find some form of peace. And I don't know, you know, for you, what that would look like, whether it is talking to somebody, whether it is doing something um, different, but at some point, the easiest, I say it's easy, but at some point you have to find a way to let that go and say, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. And this is, these are the steps that I'm going to strive to take to get there. Because again, you can't change what's already been done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So why, why continue to, to carry that? I know that's, like I said, it sounds easier uh, than what it can be, but that's really a part 
of the growth is say, okay, I can't change this shit that went down however long ago, but this is where I am. This is what I've attained in that time frame. Like you said, your family, healthy kids, healthy, all that kind of stuff. You got a job, you got a roof over your head, you got a, a car to get from A to B. That's a lot more than some people can say, you know, right now. So acknowledging that, but also saying I still have areas to improve. And this is how, this is what I'm going to commit to doing to hopefully try to improve. I'm that. glad you said that Lace, because one hey. of the things I was going to, that just, what you said, made me think about it's like hey man you may not you you may not uh be comfortable with where you are right now but thank god you ain't where you could have been like oh the, for sure the, like the, the sure. stuff that you just mentioned like that the whole anger issue thing and the stuff that you haven't forgiven yourself of but back in the day like thankfully you're in a position where you can actually forgive yourself you could have been in a you could be in yeah, a mindset yeah, yeah. of you just gonna be who you are, <laughs> and that's that's was, and that that person would have been worse off if they continued down that down that path. But thankfully, man, you can you have uh, you have a testimony to say, hey, I ain't, I'm not who I used to be, and I'm not who I want to be, but I'm I'm definitely I'm, I'm working. working. I'm getting yeah, yeah, closer yeah. to go closer to that mm -hmm. right now. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hey, I would tell you three things. The the first piece is is like. Um, I've often gone back in my brain about like if I had made certain decisions like, um, you know, earlier on. But then what I ultimately like realized is, is that I don't even know if I would still have the same level of appreciation for the things that I do have. Bingo. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. If I if I hadn't done yeah. that, like I y'all know, like I was real heavy in the job hunt. And I think about well, if I had done this and I had done that. But if I'm honest with myself, was I really ready for what it was that I was asking for or at that time? And I think that, you know, like oftentimes like we um, we live like in a microwave society and, um, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, nobody wants not to throw a dig at anybody. But like people always boast about like 30 under 30, 40 under 40, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. But we skip the journey of process. Mm -hmm. Like we skip mm -hmm. we skip that piece. We skip that maturation process. And so, like, Ooh, I wouldn't hey. look at it in regards to like. You know, if I had made this decision or that decision, you know, you, you not only is your appreciation going to be more organic and more holistic, but it makes you better for the next decision. And so it's not necessarily a game of I should have done this or I should have done that. You know, it's just a simple fact that it's just like, you know, um, I'm appreciative of my gig right now because of the fact that I know I made so many missteps. Um, the other piece was is like, I don't you know, I don't know if you listen to that joint I sent in the group chat. Um, when I had to do that revival a couple weeks ago, but time anxiety is like super real. Like that joint like bothers me mm -hmm. all the time because I'm always thinking yeah, about, yeah. is there not enough time? Is there too much time? You know what I'm saying? And so I would definitely encourage you to, uh, to listen to that joint. And then, um, the last thing is, bro, listen to love yours by J Cole, bro. If I don't do it, I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> is that the one to start off? Real talk. No, that's real. Nah, bro. No, nah, yo, bro. Love you, yours. Nah, you, all, you all over. Hey, bro. Love yours. I appreciate you trying, Troy, but that wasn't, that wasn't even close, bro. I appreciate I Troy only, for trying. That I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I only listen to one J Cole album, and that's Forest Hill, bro. That is his piece. To... Hey, get this man <laughs> off the podcast right now. He's no longer Forest Hill. Ain't his best album. Um, in this Forest this... Hill ain't his best. I'm not saying it's not his best album, but you said that's the only one that you listen to. When I say I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I listen to the other stuff, but he, that's my favorite album. 
Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's not how I received that. That's not how I received. It's not the way that he presented it. Y'all need to pull out y'all's tampons. I did, low key. I'm not gonna hold you. I did, I did. You was about to get a, a two week suspension. <laughs> <laughs> you was about to get a two week suspension, bro. For real, for real. But I'm, I'm actually reading a book right now um, called Chop Wood, Carry Water. I would encourage anybody to, um, get that particular book. It's about falling in love with the process. A lot of times we're so focused on the end goal that we do not fall in love with the process. And that's something that, um, I'm learning to do, um, myself, because I mean, as everybody knows that, you know, I've obtained this, um, doctoral degree, et cetera, but like, it was over just mm-hmm. like that years of preparation, writing, you know, proving like this is um, a subject matter expert at this, that, and the third, just for it to be over, like, congratulations, mm-hmm. you did it. And now what? Not the time, not the time, not the energy, not the sacrifice, et cetera. None of that even mattered. It was like, you know what? Congratulations. You've att- you met the goal. Now I sit back and I'm like, yo, the process is what is what how how it goes down. It's not about the end goal. It's falling in love with the process on a day to day basis. And every day that I wake up, that is the my area of focus. How can I fall in love with the process today, regardless of what I encounter, regardless of what's going on in life? Fall in love with the process, and it makes things it puts things in perspective because um, we all know we got more time behind us than we do ahead. So how do we maximize falling in love with the process? Um, and those outcomes will be what they will be. Mm-hmm. Control hey. what you can control and keep the rest pushing. Hey, yo, that's real. I um, I definitely learned that a couple of Sundays ago, um, when I um, when I was in Richmond, uh, Richmond doing that revival, like, cause you know, like in seminary, a lot of cats, like the end goal is is like, yo, do I have a fire message or a fire sermon? And like, I've learned that process. Like, um, you know, somebody told me they were like, when you create a sermon, it's almost like filming a movie. Some of the film gets left in the film room and on the floor. But what oh, you yeah, have is your finished, your finished good. product. You know what I'm saying? But you fall in love with the process of creating the movie, mm-hmm. the shots, yeah. the information, what you choose to include and what you choose to exclude. And so, like, I have basically fallen in love with the preparation for uh, for a sermon because that's the study. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like yeah, when I'm yeah, getting yeah. to the nitty gritty. And so that process, one, from a spiritual level, has helped me become like, you know, I'm becoming closer. But we de- people definitely want to skip process and that's why we got a lot of people who are in positions they don't need to be in because they skip Bingo. the process you know it's almost like if you take um uh, you know you take a middle schooler and you put them on the buccaneers like yo it's just, it's just not it's just not going to work because you there's certain things mm-hmm. that you haven't gone through so um as my cousin would say yo man fall in love with the game mhm yeah Mm-hmm. Just like when and I that's was- and that's one reason why I know we talk sports analogies a lot and those kind of things, but that's one reason why Kobe and Mike will always be top two for me. Period. Oh, yeah. Nobody else will ever exceed that because they simply fell in love with the process. And if you know that you you've gone through the the process in a sound way, you go win regardless. Like the outcome mm-hmm. is going to be you winning regardless because you fell in love with the process. And as the great street philosopher Rick Ross stated. They won't whip me when I was shooting in the gym. Like legit, that is falling in love with the process. The little things that nobody sees, as Drew mentioned, you know what I mean? Preparing a sermon. I know he is going through this maturation process, but the things that you, I'm sure Drew, you can attest to this, the things that you say, oh yeah, that's going to kill him right there. That's going to be fire right there. Or the (laughs) things that you like, well, I probably, I probably shouldn't say this. I probably shouldn't say that. But when you say those things, that's what people gravitate to. And that's falling in love with, 
the overall process, not the, oh, this is going to be fired. They go respond to this this way. No, nah, it's the it's the little things um, that you do that promotes the consistency and falling in love with um, the overall process of putting something together solid. And I'll give you a prime example. Hey, that's 100%. I'll give you a prime example of why you have to fall in love with the process because when you share the process with other people, they're going to make fun of you. But you just sure. gotta keep. You just gotta keep going on. Just like for example, I eat Troy with this ten I minute mile. I was in the gym we, today, we, we, and we, I was we laughing. But I, I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the it's the small wins, man. It's the and small so wins. And so I'm on. I, no, seriously, I am on the elliptical, and I just recording on my on my watch, and I know it's about to send it to everybody that I'm attached to on my watch, and they they my my friends love to cut on me, and it, it's, it's super funny. Uh, but anyway, it was like, hey, man, I, I know this might not be the way that you picture me to be working out and getting exercise, but this is the way that I enjoy working out, getting mm-hmm. exercise. It doesn't kill me. And as long as I'm making steps, the 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 product is going to come in the end. I just need to. I'm, I, but I fell in love with the process and this is how I want to do it. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. It's a so marathon, like man. So I think some, I think uh, doing 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 flex. little things, man. The little things, yeah, the little things. So it sounds like I need to do some reflection, you know, um, just listening to y'all. Number one, learning how to forgive myself, or actually not even learning how, just doing it, you know, For to sure. begin with, and then um, changing my perspective about the process, you know, because. For me, all I see is the end goal. I don't give a damn about mm-hmm. the process. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being honest with you, because I'm so for sure. results focused, you know, I'm wired, you know, for results and stuff like that. So I'd be skipping the the process entirely. You know, not that I don't participate in it. I just yeah. don't, I, it, it just don't, it don't excite me. Ain't nothing. <laughs> I, I ain't falling in love with the process. Maybe that's, you know what I'm saying? Um, Chop wood, carry water, bro. Like I'm telling that, you, know you that, that, so, that is a solid solid read that can definitely put some things in perspective i know we clown all the time uh when drew talk about read this or read that but that is a solid solid book that can shift your perspective and how you approach just life in general for real mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right so what's the moral of the story hey the gotta fall in love with the process love, man hey the moral of the story is love yours love your people enough to get your health in order Love yourself in order and fall in love with the process. And um, yeah, man, love yourself. Next and on that note, this to... has been the Manly D's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, what, yes, what are we doing next episode, Troy? Go ahead and give him a snippet. What are we doing next give episode? In the South, Troy, in the South. Next episode, we're going to talk about what are some things that we have to learn how to forgive ourselves about. And we're going to give testimonials. Mm, and we're going to talk about the things that that's we good. struggle with forgiving ourselves about. Mm, all right so that. we know that me that. troy and drew gonna have some lace ain't never struggle with nothing so he's gonna be listening. i got some man i got i got some trust, gonna me. Have none. trust me i I ain't, I ain't always been i ain't always been in this in this particular seat so no nah, I, I i can definitely add to that conversation no that's solid t dot we gonna, we'll do that next week uh so all of us can be free and then hopefully we'll free up one of the 55 mm. you know, you know that we yes have, sir whatever. so this has been the manly d's podcast And until next time, we out.